Well, hello and praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. Thank you for joining me for this podcast episode. I am your host. I am so grateful to be able to share the Word of God through this podcast. And today I want to tell you about a great celebration up in heaven. The Bible teaches that there is going to be a great celebration in heaven one day. And every one of us has been invited. You see, Jesus died on the cross to make it possible for every one of us to be a part of that celebration. The Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Our primary goal as a local church is to help as many people as we can to be a part of this great celebration that will occur in heaven. You see, you and I are God's ambassadors. Through the Great Commission, Jesus has empowered us to invite others on his behalf to be a part of this great celebration. This business of reaching out to the lost so they can be a part of this great celebration is so important to the Lord that he said when we go forth, he will be with us until the end of this age. I know he said that to his disciples in his day, but he says until the end of this age, that includes our day. In Luke chapter 14, Jesus teaches a parable about this great celebration. And the setting for this teaching was perfect because according to verse one, Jesus was at the house of a chief Pharisee eating bread with them. Actually, it was a big social event. It was a perfect setting for teaching this parable about a great celebration. I'm going to pick it up at verse 16. A certain man made a great supper and invited many. Verse 17 and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were invited, come for all things are now ready. So this parable is about a certain man who made this great supper, invited lots of people, and then later he sent his servant to let those who had been invited know that all things were now ready. You see, the invitation was a two-step process. First, the invitation was sent out in advance, just as we would do. But the time was not given on the invitation. When everything was ready, the servant went out to those who had been invited to let them know that everything was ready. Of course, at that word today, we would not need a servant to run to everybody's house to let them know supper was ready. We could just send a text message to everybody 
because nearly everybody today has a smartphone. Anyway, when the servant went to tell the invitees to come to the feast because all things were ready, Jesus said in verse 18, they all began to make excuses. Now, I want you to listen to these feeble excuses. In verse 18, here's what one person said. I have bought a piece of ground and I must needs to go and see it. I pray you have me excused. So he needed to go see some property he had already bought. Really? This is a guy that can't even lie good. He didn't even care enough to at least tell a lie that seemed believable. No one in his right mind goes and buys a piece of land before seeing it. This man showed total disregard for the invitation. In verse 19, we go to the next guy. Here's what he said. I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go to prove them. I pray you have me excused. So he is another poor liar. According to him, he bought some oxen before he had confirmed their existence and tried them out. Now, let me say that both of these scenarios are possible in this 21st century because of the internet and this digital age people buy stuff before they see it all the time they see something on the internet read the ad and look at the photo and they send their money trusting that afterward they will get what they purchased but in this parable, we're not talking 21st century. We're talking horse and donkey days. No phone, no TV, no internet. And these guys who were invited didn't care enough to give reasonable excuses even. So we come to the third person, verse 20. And this person said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. Wow, this guy talks as if marriage is prison. Just like the other two, he does not care how ridiculous he sounds. Total disregard for the invitation. Of course, this is a parable and Jesus is exaggerating the point to make a point. So the servant comes back and tells the host about all the people's excuses. And here's what he said in verse 21. He says to his servant, go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. So the servant went out and did exactly that. And when he returned with the guests, his master sent him out a second time. 
this time into the highways and hedges so that the gathering was filled with guests. Okay, so what are we talking about here? Remember when Jesus taught this, he was at a big social gathering. He used that social gathering as an occasion to talk about the great gathering that will occur in heaven. You see, when Jesus came on earth, he came first and foremost for the Jews. They were God's chosen people. Jesus had come to reconcile them back to God. So as we study Jesus's public ministry, we see that he only went to the Jews. Yes, he ministered to a couple of Gentiles who came to him, but he came first and foremost to reconcile the Jews to their God. But the Bible says he came unto his own and his own received him not. The message in the parable is that not all Jews will accept the invite to the great celebration. Even now there are many Jews who do not accept Jesus as the Messiah. In this parable, Jesus zeroes in on the feeble excuses people give for rejecting the invitation to this great celebration. So let's talk about that on a broader scale. Why do people come up with so many far out excuses for rejecting Christ and salvation? Many of us have experienced those excuses during our attempts to witness to others. The main reason is because of the deception of the enemy. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4, the devil is referred to as the God of this world. And according to that verse, his mission is to blind the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God should shine unto them. That's his goal, to keep those who are in the dark in the dark. He blinds their minds so they can't see the very light of the gospel. The devil deceives people to think that the Christian life is a hard and boring life. Some people reject Christ because they love the life they are living. But see, that's a deception of the enemy because God regards the self-serving life they are living as dead works. And that power of deception from the enemy is increasingly strong in our world today. Against this backdrop, there is going to be a great celebration in heaven. Jesus will come back and gather us to himself. And the Bible says that so shall we ever be with the Lord. When Jesus was at the last supper with his disciples, he said, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. He said, in effect, when the kingdom of God shall come, I will drink of the fruit of the vine again. Think about it. You and I 
are going to be with Jesus. We're going to dine with him. We're going to see him face to face. Wow, I can almost preach myself happy with this. Friend, that's what this is all about. Church is not a social gathering. This is not entertainment. Jesus is coming again, and we have to be ready to meet him. Just as it was in the parable, the invitation has already been extended, but the time was not given. When all things are ready, Jesus will crack the sky. I don't know all that will happen when we get to heaven. I'm sure words cannot come close to describing it. But just from the little that the Bible says about this great gathering in heaven, I have determined that I will not miss out on it for anything. I hope that's your conviction as well. My friend, don't abandon your faith. One day we will meet the Lord and that will make it all worthwhile. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Listen, my friends, I hope that you are blessed as we talked about this great celebration that's going to happen in heaven. I hope that you are determined to be a part of that celebration no matter what tries to come between you and it. And until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, May heaven's best be yours.